Hi, and welcome to Culture Shocked, the podcast for and about international students, in which we will explore the challenges and rewards of living in a multicultural society. I'm Fiona Grugan, and I'm here with my co-host, Josh Little. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're talking to Suhaila, an international student from Egypt who is studying architecture at the University of Arizona. Suhaila, thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. We're so glad that you're here. Thanks so much for making the time. Suhaila, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from, and what brings you here. All right, so um, kind of like Josh mentioned, I am from Egypt. I did, however, grow up in Saudi Arabia in a city called Koba, oh. so it's on the eastern province. Mm-hmm. I spent most of my life there, and I did all my schooling in there. Um, and then I decided to come to the U.S. Um, unfortunately, that was when COVID was happening, so yeah. there was a lot of transitional things I had to go through. Um, but I'm really glad I did. I wanted to get to the U of A because I'm really not into the cold weather. So I was really <laughs> interested in having a warmer weather. And the U of A has really great scholarships, especially for international students that mm-hmm. a lot of other um, universities didn't offer. So it was really good to have that as well. Um, and I'm currently studying architecture. I'm doing the Bachelor of Architecture and I'm doing a minor in real estate development. Yeah. And I understand that's a five-year undergraduate program, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's great. So what we're talking about today is housing for international students. And one of the biggest decisions for them is whether to live on or off campus. And we know that you have experience with both. uh, So can you share a little bit about that with us? Yeah. So um, I actually started my first year online. So I did that back home. And so I lived with my parents for a bit. There's quite a bit of time difference, almost um, nine to 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So that was a little bit rough sometimes, but it was nice because then I didn't at least have to take care of myself. So just the little things of like cooking or these little things, it was really nice to have that kind of taken care of for you and then have you focus on studying. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really cool. After that, I moved in my second year. I moved into a dorm initially. I honestly didn't even know what to expect when I started. It was mm-hmm. really, really hard to gather any sort of true information. Um, if you if you ever like watched movies, you'd always see dorms being really rowdy and like <laughs> always partying. And then I would watch like YouTube channels to kind of try to get a little bit more of a sense of how it is. And they would be super luxurious because obviously they catered their content towards yeah. the the video. And so there wasn't really anywhere I could get the truest experience of what a dorm was like. But when I did come here, I realized it was a lot quieter than you'd expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, dorms do differ, but the dorm I was in was pretty quiet. Um, it was really nice. And I think the hardest part really of getting into a dorm was kind of just the lack of privacy that would come right. with being in a dorm and being with a roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was definitely mostly that. Yeah. 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 Did you have your own restroom like in your suite or were you using a hallway? Yeah. So actually I was really lucky to get that. I had a really good experience with the dorm. I got into my dorm last minute because there was a lot of different changes with my scheduling and whether or not I was coming in person. Oh, okay. um, so I got into my dorm last minute and I got into the honors village, even though I wasn't an honor student. So that was okay. pretty rare and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they don't do that anymore. But even my roommate was an on- honor student. Um, so the honors village had um, your own little suite and you had a bathroom that you shared with two other like people on the other side and so that was really cool yeah yeah right so um you were telling us about your experience living in an unusual setting 
Um, what did you do after you were living in the residence halls? Um, so after I moved out of the dorm, so I spent my first year in the dorm, and the reason I did that was, honestly, I was a little bit, um, I didn't know where else I would live off campus, and having the dorms there was the easiest option for me to transition into, um, but after that, I did a lot of research, and I ended up moving into an off-campus housing just near where my dorm was, so it's really close, and um, honestly, it's also more affordable than what my dorm was, so it was pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So your experiences are really interesting because you had three different living arrangements. You lived with your parents first and then transitioned away from living at home to living on campus in a more traditional dorm. And then you were living off campus in an apartment. So what was that transition like or those transitions like for you? Um, the biggest transition was obviously moving from like back home into the dorm because um, not only are you like going somewhere far away, you're also starting to live alone for the first time. And so um, something I really point out that a lot of people don't notice is you kind of lose the sense of having something to ground you when you go back home. Every time if you, when you're living with your parents or your family, you always have something to go back to that grounds you. And you kind of don't have that when you're living in a dorm. You feel independent and you're on a constant high, but that is also really scary sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so that was honestly one of the biggest things. Obviously, again, the lack of um, privacy in the dorms because I was living with a roommate was um, a little bit difficult. And then having to constantly like keep up with your cleaning and your laundry and doing all that adult stuff by yourself. So <laughs> that was something you definitely had to keep up with. Um, and then moving kind of from the dorm to the off-campus housing was less transitional. There was obviously a lot more to keep up with, um, like utilities and um, all of that. So that's definitely something that was really scary. But in terms of getting used to living alone, it was kind of nice. Yeah, definitely. And you briefly mentioned living with a roommate. And I know from my own experience and from talking with other people, that can really make or break your housing experience. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how you made it work with the roommates that you lived with? So I am so glad that I had a really good experience with my roommates. Um, I lived with one person with me in my room, and then there were two other girls on in the other room in the dorm that we initially all shared a bathroom with. Um, Honestly, I think the hardest part of dealing with roommates is to spend time finding one so that you have a good experience later. And so um, start early, I would always say that, and then um, spend time talking to them before you actually commit to it. I think that was something that was really important. We did a lot of like questionnaires and we were both really open about the fact that we wanted to know each other and see if we'd be compatible. And it's no hard feelings, but kind of just getting to know each other. And then once we moved in, we did little stupid things like BuzzFeed quizzes to like see, like to, even though they're really like simple, they started up a lot of conversations about how mm. we could be different. And so it was, it was kind of really cool to have that as well. Yeah, I love that. That's so clever. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. And we got to know each other a lot more. And um, you have to be really honest with how you, you what things you need in a space. And we tried to like emphasize initially that we're obviously going to have to have tough conversations here and there. But it's mm -hmm. okay, because like we're different people and we're going to um, get to know each other. And so we have to be really open about it. And I think that's the important thing. You need someone who's able to communicate more than anything, because obviously mm -hmm. you're not going to find someone who's exactly the same as you. But as long as you're able to communicate, that's really the most important part, I think. Mm, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I think some of our students who are listening in 
will be thinking about what types of living arrangements will work best for them. And since you've experienced everything, what advice for, do you have for students who are trying to decide whether to live on or off campus? Um, honestly, my shortest answer before I kind of dive into details is I think on campus is way simpler um, and it's really easy to kind of navigate. However, it is a lot more limiting than being off campus where it's a lot more complicated. You might face a lot more issues that you might not be prepared for, but it is you just are more independent. You have more freedom to kind of decide what you want. Mm -hmm. Um and so, for example, I the reason I wanted to really leave the dorms was I didn't really want to share my a bathroom. Despite only having four people sharing it, I really did appreciate having my own mm -hmm. bathroom. And so um, that's something I really wanted. And the food, I think having on campus, like eating on campus all the time can be a little bit frustrating, like mm -hmm. after a whole year. And so um, it was kind of nice to have my own kitchen when I moved into the off-campus housing and be able to cook whenever I want and be able to make little things, not even like big meals sometimes. Mm, so yeah. it's kind of really nice to have that. And you definitely notice the lack of a kitchen in a dorm. Um, cool. So that was cool. And then being in off-campus housing, I think it was really, really nice, but there was a lot I had to deal with. Not only do you have to find like another roommate and this time you're not even necessarily limited to someone in the university. So I made the effort to make sure that whoever I'm rooming with is also a student, but you also have to watch out for that because mm -hmm. it could be anyone. You, you have nothing kind of holding you back. Um, and then finding like the leasing, there's a lot to sign up to sign with it. I had a very unique experience that a lot of my friends from Arizona didn't have where when I applied for a lease, they initially asked me for my social security number so that they could run a wow. background check, um, which would determine how much security deposit I would pay. Mm -hmm. And I was in the process of getting a social security number because I got a job on campus. But when I initially applied, I didn't have it. And so my social, like my security deposit was really, really high. Wow. Um, and so that's kind of like annoying and frustrating to deal with. And I had no idea that I would even like be asked that at all. Mm. Um, so that was like another thing. Obviously with rent, not only do you have to kind of keep up with paying it monthly, but there's like a way, way wider um, price range than you could have with the dorms. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something to also look out for. Um, utilities was also a new thing. I remember I spent all of the summer before talking to my dad and like trying to figure out what electricity plan we should go on and that's also something you never had to deal with at a dorm yeah. most off-campus housing generally only has you pay electricity some even cover that for you but again just other things to kind of um, mm -hmm. keep out for but really the most important thing for me was that I was close to to where I study because as an, a person in architecture major I end up spending a lot of late nights in studio and so I wanted um, something close enough so that I could walk back and not feel I'm walking really late, like alone. So it was kind of nice to have that as well. Um, yeah. And then also I forgot, but another thing to keep up with, with the off-campus housing is that there's so much variety that you might have to determine how many roommates you want. And that's also a big decision to make. Um, I think that was also really confusing because you want someone to commit and you don't want too many people, but sometimes people do want too many people so that you can socialize. And it also prevents like one-on-one -on -one conflicts, which can be a lot tougher to deal with. I personally just live with my one roommate and I'm honestly pretty okay with it. I like it quiet. So it's kind of really nice to have that as well. Um, but yeah. 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 That's a good point. Kind of that just comes down to personal preference, what you're looking for. It can um, be just one roommate or multiple. Yeah. That was good points that you brought up. 
And now that we've come to the end of the episode, uh, we'd like to end with a fun question. Can you describe to us a food that reminds you of home? Um, I would say I would say mashi. And what it is, it's kind of like stuffed vegetables filled with rice and spices and tomato sauce. And it, it's really, really good. Um, a lot of times I feel like I can find some food reminiscent of home here, but I definitely don't see that. And so, um, mm. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, and I know that um, you're observing Ramadan right now. And yeah. so thank you for sharing a food um, in the middle of the day. Um, and so I, I just want to highlight a couple of things that you were talking about that really stood out to me. Um, sort of regardless of your experience, you're having other people that you're living with. Maybe it's your parents or a roommate that's either in the same room or in the same apartment and you um, shared some of the good things about that, that you have somebody to connect with, but that you also need to be honest and to communicate. And you provided some really interesting strategies to get to know your roommate, like those BuzzFeed quizzes. Um, and so I really appreciated learning more about that. And we just wanna thank you so much for um, sharing your experience and being open with us and um, sharing with our audience about this. That's right. Thank you, Suhaila. And thank you to our listeners. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Suhaila. And we encourage you to tune in next time for more stories about the international student experience. We'll be covering topics such as culture shock, online learning strategies, and the challenges and rewards of making a home in a place. Keep exploring and learning until you join us next time on Culture Shocked. Culture Shocked is a production of International Student Services at the University of Arizona. We're your hosts and producers, Josh Little and Fiona Grugan. Our sound engineer is Julian Castrion. Our theme music is provided by Julian Castrion. Photography by Danny Vanderpool. Visuals designed by Maggie Murto. Please find us wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review. This podcast would not be possible without the contributions of international students. We are grateful for your stories, experiences, and insights. Until next time.